Blog Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for joining us for Three Women, Three Ways. We're the show that tackles some difficult topics sometimes. And uh, I think, at least for me, and I think maybe for a lot of people, I have kind of one of those topics today. And I think what makes it difficult for me is that I know so little about it. So thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about transgender issues today. And I think this is one of those issues, and again, I I only base things on on what I know, and I don't know a lot about transgender. I I see it in the news. I see Caitlyn Jenner. I see the story about the Girl Scouts, and I think, okay, but so often when I hear the terminology and when I'm, you know, uh, or, or even in the news, it's like, I don't know, sometimes it, it, people joke a lot about it. Sometimes I just don't know what they're talking about. I don't know whether Caitlyn Jenner is now officially female or whether there's, they, go, they, they can go back and forth. I mean, I'm just ignorant. And so I wanted to do this show to talk with somebody who's not ignorant. And um, I have a special guest with me today. But first, let me give you our phone numbers. If you have questions that you've always wanted to ask or you want to be more comfortable with, please give us a call. The phone number to call in is 646-378-0430. That's 646-378-0430. And we also have a chat room open. You're welcome to go online and uh, go to the webpage. And if you don't want to ask your question by telephoning, then you can type it in the chat room and I'll ask it for you. So that website is uh, three women, blog talk radio dot com slash three women three ways and that's where you'll link with the program and that's where you can click on the chat room. So give us a call six four six three seven eight zero four three zero and I'll give out that number periodically. Meanwhile I have a special guest. Josie, thank yes. you. Are you there? Yes I am. I'm here. Hi. Oh good. Hi. Josie, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Are you comfortable giving your full name or do you want some privacy or how do you feel about that? Um, I'm fine with that. I am Josephina Clouseau or Josie. Um okay. I am a forty year old transgender woman. Okay. Uh, and really awful. What, and when you hear me asking questions and, and saying th- I mean, are you just how do you feel about that? I mean, does it make you feel uncomfortable to know that maybe people don't understand what you've gone through or, or how you're living? Um, how, do, how do you feel? Do you do you feel like it's an opportunity to educate people, or do you feel like um, you wish people would just kind of leave you alone? Or what? How do you feel? I think it's uh, good to ask questions. Um, you know, without asking questions, you don't know anything, and everything remains uh, strange. You know. Uh, how are you supposed mm-hmm. to learn if you don't ask questions? I mean, I think there's, sure. you know, there's a lot of lot to know about it, and it's good for people to know about it. And I think there's a difference between people being hostile to you about it, and people being really like genuinely just questioning and wanting to know and being sincere. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. there's that distinction. I think it's good to be open to talking about it with people and just not having a wall up about it because how else were we supposed to learn about it, you know, and, and people are supposed to know about it. I didn't know yeah, that. And I think that's kind of true about anything, isn't it? I mean, sometimes I know um, uh, people with disabilities or who are in a wheelchair, I know sometimes um, children will want to ask them questions and the, the the parent is kind of going, oh, stop that, stop that, don't ask, you know, and, and well, I know a couple of people in wheelchairs who are going, no, let them ask, it's fine, you know. Yeah, I, um, I I I just uh I didn't know what the term transgender was a couple of years ago. I had no idea that I could transition until about a year and a little over a year ago. I didn't know I could mm-hmm. do it. I knew I was I knew I was a woman in a man's body. I just didn't know what it was called and I didn't know it was possible. So it's new I think for me and new for everybody. There's people out there who obviously know more about it than others, but we're all learning, and that's what's important. It's a process to get there. Yeah. 
Josie, share with us, please, your story. How did you know you're transgender? When did you decide that you were transgender, or did you decide? Uh, I didn't decide. I just, you know, when I was little, about four years old, and, you know, and you just, I, you know, I knew what I looked like without clothes on and stuff, and then I saw, you know, you know, someone else, and I was like, hey, wait a minute, you know, a girl, I was like, hey, wait a minute, hey, you know, that's different, what's going on here, I'm supposed to have that, and I just knew, and so it just, uh, it was just that way, you know. And, and you, you knew, you knew based on physical, uh, the physicality, and physical appearance? That's how I felt, and then growing up before, my dad died when I was six, and growing up, he always told me that some, uh, you know, I had girls' toys and boys' toys, and I asked him, why is that? And he said, um, well, some boys like to play with boys' toys, some boys like to play with girls' toys, some girls like to play with girls' toys, and some girls like to play with boys' toys. And uh, so I, I just played with both, and I was fine with it. And But I, I just, I liked more of the girls' toys, like, you know, a strawberry shortcake, rainbow, rainbow bright, holly hobby, and stuff like that. I just liked them. I was it was the '80s, so I wasn't going to ask my parents if I could play with them. Especially, you know, um, after my dad died, I, you know, I kind of went through a, a really long rough patch with, you know, bad parents, mom, mom and stepdad, and stuff. So um, it wasn't the greatest situation for me, but. So it's did just, you feel uh, like I'm, you just didn't want to add anything to your mom's burden? It wouldn't, or? it wouldn't have been safe for me to do so. I just, you know, it just wouldn't have been a safe situation for me to do so. And like, like physically safe, like physically safe, or like emotionally safe? Either. Hmm. Either okay. or. All right. You know, I, I was. I grew up in a home where I wasn't wanted, and they made sure to explicitly let me know that. Oh, how terrible! Did that was that regardless of your your gender identification, or was that because of it? Um, it's just uh, it was. Um, sorry, what was the question? I need to. I said, away. did you feel that you weren't wanted because of your sexuality, or because um, that? Uh, I was just wanted. Period. Um, uh, okay. My dad died at age six, and my by my age seven, my mom was saying that she hated me, she wished I had never been born, and she wished she had an abortion. So she was saying that on a regular basis. So I knew pretty well. And her husband, yeah, so it was a pretty bad situation. I don't think they knew anything about transgender issues, and I didn't really, you know, I didn't say, hey, can I have a strawberry shortcake doll and stuff like that. I just didn't, it wasn't safe to really... Explore that. Plus, I have autism, and social things are difficult for me, and just understanding the way things work is just difficult. So, you know, it wasn't. Do you just, think wasn't, that. Now, I when we I talked off feminine. air. Yeah. When we talked off air, you mentioned that um, is autism a, a, a problem that is uh, common, more so with transgender. Uh, I think think there's probably a lot of, maybe there's, um, I wouldn't say, I'm not an expert, I can't say for sure, but there's a correlation between autism and trans identities. Now, that's just not saying the trans community is all autistic and stuff, but I've known several trans women who are autistic and trans people who are autistic, and so it is, uh, you know, there is a, a likely correlation there. I know it helped uh, when I transitioned, it helped mine greatly, the yeah. social and the physical aspects of the autism. Yeah. So it's just, um, uh, it's, uh, it's just something that hasn't really been brought up or explored too much in media, but I think it's possible that that, you know, there could be a lot of autistic people who, uh, there, is, uh, there could be transgender, or there probably are. You know. Well, I'm sure that the the percentage of I mean it doesn't 
transgender, I'm sure, is in the same proportion for just about any kind of segment of the population. I haven't seen any studies that indicate only certain things, but I could be wrong. You know, only certain um, uh, genders or only certain... I haven't, um, I haven't read that either. Yeah, uh, or in any certain ethnicities or whatever are more prone to autism, but it would be... Uh, but, uh, again, I'm not an expert. Um so okay, so you had a really difficult childhood apart from your uh, your your gender, um, yeah. and, and I have to tell you, I mean, if you liked Polly Pocket and Strawberry Shortcake, you're a much more girly girl than I ever was. <laughs> I liked all those. I liked the Rainbow Bright and uh, you know all the toys back then, Gemini holograms. I I liked all those. It just, but you know, I was born so I had to play with the Transformers and G.I. Joe, which is you know it's fine. I liked them too, but. It's yeah. just the way it was, and then I knew I always felt girly and feminine, and I, I just, the way the voice spoke and stuff about things, I was like, okay, it didn't make any sense, and then growing up, you know, nothing, just masculinity didn't really make sense to me. Femininity did, I identified with that, but I wasn't, you know, woman, so I just kind of was like, huh, what am I? Yeah. You know? And you knew this really oh. early on. Yeah, I, I just knew this at yeah. an earliest age that does, okay, wrong body, that's, huh. And then yeah. it got huh. difficult. That must, went, I, I just, yeah, I can't even uh, imagine how that must feel, especially growing up when you're going through all of that other stuff. I mean, I, I've never met anybody who didn't have a miserable adolescence, um, regardless of, of other issues that they had to deal with. So I can only imagine. Um do you, let, let me back up a little bit and get away from your hmm. personal story, although I'd like to hear more about it. Um, hmm. In the news, and what prompted me to, to do this show is, um, I, you know, I, there's been a lot in the news lately about transgender issues. Um, there's always a little sprinkling here and there, you know, somebody who who makes a comment about it or something in the news, whatever. In the last month or so, um, we've seen here in Seattle a Girl Scout council that um, turned down a really sizable donation uh, because the donation came with with strings uh, attached uh, that the the donor didn't want. uh, They they wanted the Girl Scout council to um, guarantee that none of the money would ever be used for anyone or anything that promoted transgender issues. And, you know, I got to say, I love Girl Scouts. I've always been a Girl Scout. I'm a lifelong Girl Scout. I was a Girl Scout leader. I was a Girl Scout as a kid, blah, blah, blah. I love Girl Scouts. But to be quite honest with you, I don't know how they possibly could have accepted that because there are so many thousands and thousands of girls involved in Girl Scouting. How the heck does that council know that this money is not going to be promoting, I mean, even if they don't have a specific program, how do they know that that money, they, they can't, in all practicality, guarantee that that money would never be used to promote or to help anything or anyone transgender. They just can't. Um, I, I so from a practical, practical standpoint, you know, uh, 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 those those are conditions that they, they couldn't possibly guarantee. Uh, right. From a non-practical standpoint, yay on them, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I think <laughs> you know? Uh, there's... The, that person who sent it in was this unreasonable bigot and, you know, transphobic, and it's just, that's ridiculous to insist that it only be used to help some children, not others. Either, you know, you want to help children or you don't. You can't just pick and choose. That's just ridiculous, and it's, it's just really wrong. I mean, so what? I mean, I don't personally understand why someone else living their life has to do or get people upset. And, you know, a person's life really probably is never going to have anything to do with you, so, or I, or anybody so, except them. So just live and let live. I don't get this need to control and interfere and just uh, decide and, and just persecute trans people. I don't get it. You know, there's just so yeah. much out there, you know, and it's just. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's been in the news, of course, is Caitlyn Jenner. And. Um, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, of course, star athlete, you know, blah, blah, blah. um, Bruce Jenner uh, was 65 years old when he decided, he is 65 years old, and so he, uh, when he came out as transgendered and and made this change very publicly, and wow, what what kind of guts did that take? 
Um, but now um, everything in the news is about Caitlyn Jenner. And earlier this week, um, there was an article uh, that I read where he was at um, some organization. I don't know what what it is, sports writers or something. There was some organization he was at. He was a speaker. Uh, I, and I'm sorry. I, see, I'm doing that. I'm, it's not he. It's she now, right? Yes. Okay, so I shouldn't be saying he, I should be saying she. And yeah. so she is um, was at, at this, and I heard part of her talk, and her, her talk I thought, didn't hear all of it, but I thought it was very good, and the media did report it. Um, but for the most part, other than that particular speaking engagement, the only things that I've really read in the media and seen in the media are talking about her clothing and, and what outfits she chooses to wear. And as a fem- uh, as a feminist from way back when um you know i mean we fought that battle that whenever women were reported i mean it could be you know president da 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 you know of such and such country and they referred to her as grandmother blah 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 as president of country you know i mean and they'd make this big fuss about who what wore what to what even i mean even if it was a uh, an ambassador, you know, I mean, if it was a woman, the first thing they would do is report her clothing. And it was just, um, it was just, you know, something that we as women didn't want. And yet here now, um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is being uh, pretty much a role model, uh, at least a public, you know, the public image of what it means to be transgendered. And everybody's reporting on her clothing all the time. Do you see that? I mean, I'm um, by that. Uh, I don't see it as much as you're seeing it. I see more of their, they do bring her up a lot, but, you know, she's saying things, when they bring things up, she has something to say positively about our community and is advocating for it and learning as she goes along. And, um, you know, she did post an Instagram shoe collection of hers. Uh, That's fine. Uh, That's, you know, I think it's just she's trying to get out there maybe so people know more, like, hey, this is a transgender woman. This is, you know, this is who we are and stuff, and she's bringing attention to that. I don't think there's, I don't see a lot of negative publicity you know about really, her. so you don't see, and see that just rubs me the wrong way. I just think you know there's more important issues here than what clothing she selects, you know, although yeah, I gotta I, say she looks pretty hot for sixty five doesn't she I mean <laughs> not bad, <laughs> not bad at all um, um but, but you know i I've, I've seen a few articles with you know steps that she steps out in like a a certain gown or something, and you know it's Beautiful, but I think it's not so much as they're trying to be sexist. I think they're trying to do humanize her and stuff and show her as a human being. Let's say, look at this gorgeous trans woman and stuff. And I don't see any negativity in them doing that necessarily. You know, rather than being overtly critical of her looks and stuff, they're trying to be they're being accepting and kind and stuff. And I just think that's really a positive and good thing. So I just, I guess I see it read it okay. differently. So I, you see it totally differently from me. Um, yeah, I just uh, I feel that anything positive, you know, um, that's that's a benefit to us and, you know, who we are and humanizes us and takes away the mystique or unknown of, you know, transgender. I mean, a couple of decades before, we were being portrayed in Jim Carrey comedies as, you know, stuff to be laughed at, like Ace Ventura and crap like that, just dehumanized in that, you know, and, you know, he's throwing up in a bucket when he learns the character's a man and they're making fun of it. So we've gone a long way to, you know, from that to Caitlyn Jenner. And, you know, she's stepping out in a gown and she's beautiful and gorgeous and she gets to tell her story and great. That's awesome. So that's what I see. Okay. All right. So you're focused on the positive and I'm focused, I'm flashing back to my my feminist roots. (laughs) Yeah, I don't (laughs) think that, you know, know, I think... which is good, Joseph, because it. I mean, that's just a perfect example of how we always view things. We, as human beings, view things from our personal experience. You know, it's our personal experiences that flavor everything and how we interpret everything. Josie, I have a, a, a person on the chat room who uh, is saying some things about being transgendered, and I want to read you a couple and get your responses. Now, these are not 
um, sure. necessarily I, supportive. I mean, they're not hateful, but they're not supportive. But this is what she what she sees. Um, she says that um, the idea of sex misalignment is simply mistaken. It does not correspond with physical reality. And um, she says that it, it can lead to some pretty grim psychological outline, uh, outcomes. And she cites a, a particular um, researcher. And um, she also says that um, um, Caitlyn Jenner is taking away from serious issues facing America. Now... Um, how, I mean, I'm, surely this is not the first time you've heard these opinions. How do you, how do, how do you, first of all, how do you react to them? And then secondly of all, how does it make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel sad. And, uh, you know, I, I think everybody's experience is valid. And unless she's walking in our shoes and stuff, how does she know? Is she a doctor or a scientist? Or is she just reading articles on the uh, Internet to support her point of view? I mean, people are, you know... I have a woman's brain and a man's body. There's just no going about that, you know. It's just I can't think like a man. I don't have like that innate knowledge of how to be a man. I know how to be a woman. I'm good at that. That's just what I am. You just have to accept it. I know it. Uh, science backs it up with uh, medical research and brain scans and studies. Um, people argue about so genetics and show DNA, that but there that's are too, differences. You know, so there are studies that show that there are, are differences in brain activity uh, with yeah. transgendered. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, uh, right. there's. You know, I can't cite studies and stuff, but it's out there. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. I just know from my personal experience. You know, I understand. I get being a woman. I don't get or understand being a man, and that's not a knock yeah. against men. It's just a personal experience, and that's just bad. I mean, I don't get why they need to go out and say, and just take away from a person's, another person's life or experience. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be in a wheelchair or have cerebral palsy or um, schizophrenia or something like that, but that doesn't negate the person who does have those issues and what they have to deal with and their experiences. And it's not my place to to speak for them or to... Yes. It's just not... It's It's... The same as with anything, you know, I can't speak to the black experience. I can't speak for other people. I can speak for myself and my experience. And I obviously, I don't represent the trans community as a whole. I think we are individuals and we represent our personal views, and that's fine, you know. But the fact, yeah. the bottom line is, you know, human experience is a human experience. It's all different. That's what matters as long as we're supportive and kind to each other and, and, you know, we treat people the way we want to be treated. And that's all that really matters. I don't know what person needs to go on and negate or uh, put down another person's experience. It's, you know, uh, a person's discomfort uh, with gender and sexuality and stuff, that's not my problem. That's their problem. They need to just come to terms with that and figure it out. But it's not, you know, it's not... I wonder... Josie, what is it about these kinds of issues that seem to um, really speak to people? I mean, people um, definitely, I mean, it's like, it's it's almost like the abortion issue where people just have this visceral gut um, response and they, they're not willing to just let other people be. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, there's like a lot of people like, uh, the issues of the black community and the police and being murdered and stuff and the uh, racism that they face and people are so white people are so uh, defensive and stuff and and pointing out reverse racism and all that stuff and they're just not hearing the, you know the point of view of the black person hey I'm going through this and these things are happening and it's terrible and it needs to stop and that's what we need to listen to is that person's point of view and not be defensive and worry about ourselves, listen to the other person and help get the problems they're addressing and fixed and get their needs addressed and stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's, uh, you know, like police brutality. I don't know what that's like, but I know it's every day I'm reading about a cop shooting somebody for their skin color, yeah. and it's, that's horrifying. And that's not an okay reality. That's something, you know, Black Lives Matter, and that's something that really needs to change. But it's not a, an experience yeah. that I may ever have, but it's not something that I can't empathize with and 
help uh, work the change, you know. It's not my place yeah. to to speak for that community or put down their experience or what's happening to them because clearly, clearly it is. And, you know, it's just like transgender issues, you know. I go through them. I've had uh, people, you know, I've, I've, I've had a few threats. Um, I got refused service once. I get stares and looks and stuff, but, you know, that's something I go through and other trans people go through, and that doesn't negate our experiences just because another person who's not trans can't empathize or, or, you know, or understand what I'm going through doesn't negate that it's happening or that it's real. And my experience is just as real as anyone else's experience is real, and that's what we need to acknowledge. Well, we have another comment on the... um on the the chat line, um, sex is your plumbing and gender is your wiring, and they can be different. I think that's interesting. Um, sex is your plumbing and gender is your wiring, and they can be different. Uh, gender and sex huh. can, you know, um, you know, just because I was born in male body doesn't make me a man. My my gender identity is as, as a woman. That's how my brain works, you know. I have male plumbing, but I don't want it. I never wanted it. I've always been grossed out and disgusted at personally being a man. And not not grossed out or with men in general, just with my own body. And just uh, I've taken steps to correct that, and that's healed me a lot. It's helped a lot with PTSD and gender Can identity ask- issues. And it helped alleviate yeah. a lot of my autistic symptoms too. So, this for me, it just tells me I'm on the right path transitioning. I mean, I differences, you know, complete 180 degrees. Um, even the, I'll tell you, the chat room is burning up here. I wish people would call in so that because you know I'm just interpreting some of these comments, but I'd love to. I'm, have I'm not people an expert. I'm not going to be able to rebut everything everybody says with studies. Oh, of course not. I'm just well, not. I'm, I'm not, not sure all of it needs rebuttal. Um, but go ahead and give us a call if you would six four six three seven eight zero four three zero six four six three seven eight zero four three zero. And you know, Josie, I have to give you props here. I, I really appreciate that you're here and that you're open to av- having questions asked because, you know, I mean, I I don't know about you, but I mean, I don't want to be rude to anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I really would like to know some of this stuff. You know. Um, um, well, it's, it's a learning process. I'm learning as I'm going. I mean, before I transitioned, I melted down a lot. I had a lot of autistic meltdowns, and it was a nightmare. And it was like being autistic uh, and male for me was like being plugged into a light socket with no relief. You're like a, one of those wires that breaks off of the light poles, and you're zigging around and zagging around, and just no relief, like constant electrical current through you. And then I went on hormone therapy. And it stopped, and I got to breathe, and I got to be happy, and I got to process things, and I just got to feel like a human being. And I just, I got to be me, and people didn't like me before, but they like me now because I can be who I am, and that's... Well, you're a nice person. I mean, I I should say that you and I met in the grocery store, and, um, and I wanted to ask you a question, and I just asked uh, if I could be really, really rude, you know, that I had a, you know, I, I wanted to ask a personal question, and so I just asked you, and you very graciously said I could go ahead and ask, and so I did, and it was a question about your your um, transgender, and your being transgender, and you were so gracious about it, and I knew that you would be the kind of person that somebody could ask a question, and you'd be willing to answer it to the best of your ability. Um, sometimes when we have questions uh, about, I don't care whether it's race or, or sexuality or whatever, and sometimes, uh, you know, people take offense that you've even asked the question. Um, and from my yeah, standpoint, all I want to do, I, wanna, I just want to know, you know, I mean, I just would like to know. Um, and so you very graciously. Sens- I think there can be oversensitivity due to really negative experiences and stuff, and I think there's just, like I said before, the difference between someone who's like, Telling you what you are as opposed to the person, you know, asking, hey, what's going on? What is this? And they sincerely okay. want to know. There's people out there who, you know, they want to be very negative and they want to put you in a box. 
so that it fits sure. in and makes sense to them. But that's not what it's about. I'm not going to live in a box for someone else's comfort. I am what I am, and that's yeah. reality. Um, reality is I'm a transgender woman. Deal with it. It doesn't, you know, a lot of these people citing science and stuff like that and saying, no, they're, you know, uh, gene, genetics and DNA and all this stuff. It's just, you know, you're not a doctor. You're not a scientist. Someone who read an article on the Internet and decided that it supported your opinion, you're just going to say that's that. It's like a bumper yeah, sticker. Yeah, exactly. A bumper sticker. And, and here, I'm going to take just a moment to go on my Internet rant. Just because it's on the Internet does not make it true, people. Okay. Um, Anybody I, can put anything on the Internet. Anybody can make up studies. Anybody can, you know, if it's on the Internet, it does not make it true. <laughs> so I, just I, my little thing. You know. yeah, I, I, um, I have I, a qu- question on the um, um, uh, chat line here. Um, uh, Josie, do you consider yourself homosexual? Um, I'm a lesbian, yeah. I like women. Um, okay. I, I liked women before I transitioned. It didn't change afterwards. I, I I just wasn't attracted to cisgender men. It's not, the, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. I have a girlfriend. I'm a lesbian, and that's just how I feel. It's not okay. a choice. Did you have it's, a girlfriend before? No, I, I just had troubled relationships before I transitioned because the autism is just so terrible, and I couldn't. And then after I transitioned, I was able to form a lot of meaningful relationships that I just was lost to before, and so it's really been a life-saving thing for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not suicidal anymore. I'm not depressed anymore. I just, I'm happy. I'm, and people see that, and I think they're drawn to that. And, you know, I, I just really try to live a good and positive life. I didn't have the, I got taught the worst in life by, you know, had parents and just negative people. And um, I just, uh, I worked really hard to, you know, work through those issues and make sure they didn't affect me and that I didn't pass on all the, you know, the crap that I was taught to other people. And that I knew just because I was being abused and mistreated in my life, it, wasn't, it wouldn't be okay for me to do that to other people. I had the wherewithal to do that. I, I don't know why, I just did. I mean, I've mm-hmm. survived sexual assaults, rapes, molestations, and just all kinds of horrific things that I, I worked through. I got help for it, counseling, and, you know, I'm happy, well-adjusted. I got a clean bill of health, and and I'm happy. I'm proud of that because there's a lot of people out there who have a, abuse issues that they never get help for, and it carries over, like, you know, the... The kid who gets grown uh, grows up being beaten up by his father. You know, he may, may get married and he may beat up his wife, and then, you know, she may in turn like ignore her children, and her children may grow up to have like issues and stuff. And it just it's a cycle of abuse that continues and poisons on and on until somebody says enough and they get help. Like I've been picked up by the back of the neck as a kid and drop kicked through a door, and then. Uh, uh, my parents sent me after school to the Catholic Family Community Center day treatment as a kid after my dad died, and they would physically restrain us, knock us to our knees, and pull our arms up behind our backs, and I have arthritis trauma from that happening, and they would kneel on us, like 200-pound adult kneeling on a 7-year-old child. And they'd lock us in this little room and stare at us through a people. I mean, it's just... I, I just experienced the, the really extreme end of that, and I just, it was horrible, and I made sure that I just... Um, I want to ask you some specific questions. Um, it uh-huh. sounds like you had a pretty miserable childhood, um, but it also I did, yeah, like yeah, I just, yeah. pretty rotten. I but some of that sounds like it would have been miserable even if you hadn't been transgendered. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't related to gender. I think it was just related to just existing and and yeah, um, and and just where you happen to have yeah, the, the, the the just the yeah. wrong, wrong okay, time. Okay, so when you were growing up, did 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 you be what kind of of challenges did you face because you were tra- you have your sexuality and your gender identity? 
I mean, um, you, you had you kind of mentioned bullying and stuff. I mean, was this obvious to people around you? The obvious enough so that they they picked on you, or I was always different, and I kind of, I mean, I knew that I was feminine. I felt it. I just didn't think I was. I never let myself process it because I just thought, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So I am what I am, and and I guess that's that. But I'm stuck in this form, but I didn't get it, and. I think people picked up on it, and then always kind of they always kind of looked at me funny, like there's something not right about you. And and I had one person tell me, I said, you just have this air of tragedy about you that just can't put my finger on. There's something really wrong or just tragic about you. It's just air of uh-huh. sadness or tragedy about you. And I think that's uh, probably picking up on it because I just never fit in. And then I transitioned, and oh, I fit in. Here you go, key meet lock, lock meet key. <laughs> So it's uh it's just yeah it's it you know transitioning was the key to getting it I I get it you know and I didn't before and I was miserable before I'd have meltdowns constantly and just suffering through the physical symptoms and pain and just the social issues and not understanding and it just uh, it was a nightmare and the nightmare's over so that's that's the best way I can explain it. I'm how, not like, how long uh, has how, how long has it been since you transitioned? I, I transitioned. Of, uh, it's been about a year and two months. So you're uh, a out, baby. I came, I came <laughs> you're out, a baby, Josie. <laughs> I, I, I came out in uh, uh, end of April of not this year, but last year, I think 2014. Um, and I just, I, I finally had enough. I said, I don't want to be a man anymore. I want to be a woman. I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to figure it out. And I started researching it, and I figured out how to do it, get counselors. And um, I made a few missteps along the way. Um, one of the worst things about being transgender is hair removal, laser hair removal. Oh, God, that hurts. And the, the Oh, really? Yeah, the first uh, thing I did was, like, I, I didn't know anything about hair removal products, so I bought some over-the-counter hair removal products, Nair and Veet. I read them, and I, and they didn't, you know, I tried them, and, I, I, was, and I, I, I read them, and I tried them and stuff, and I put them everywhere and stuff, and then it didn't get rid of the hair, so I rinsed and repeated, which you're not supposed to do, and I did several times. I didn't really just, I didn't read or understand the instructions properly or something, um, but... Ended up giving myself some third-degree burns, chemical burns. Oh my gosh! So yeah, yeah I, I remember the, using that stuff on my stuff. legs, and that is nasty stuff. <laughs> I, I think every woman has a story with that stuff, and that was my big misstep. But I got, you know, I I got the counselors right away, the gender counselors, and I just talked to them. I said, "This is what I'm." Where, going where, to. if somebody's listening and 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 they want, to, where do you go to get gender counseling? You, I, I mean, oh, you, uh, you can look up does, does uh, just Google money, uh, Google Google the Ingersoll Gender Center, I N G E R S O L L, and they have a lot of resources on there. And you can just also Google transgender therapists. Um, which I think is getting more popular out there, so there's more out there than when I first started. Um, it's always growing. It's always, you know, it's always changing. Um, so if you Google it, you can find people who can help and and get the steps to process it. My doctor referred me to a colleague of hers uh, that works with the trans community, and that's been really great, and she helped me with the hormones and the the testosterone blockers. Uh, testosterone to me was like it felt like being on poison. It was just couldn't handle it. It just I, I just felt sick to my stomach. And I think after puberty, it just was an, a nightmare. Just you know, it's, it was painful. It was and it just felt frustrated constantly in a constant state of frustration and just kind of anxiety and constant fear and it was just it was terrible and now i you know i'm on hormones and i'm on testosterone blockers and i feel great i just i have i don't i don't my uh cholesterol is better um i don't have a fatty liver anymore um it's wow. helped me medically 
it's just uh it's helped me physically and uh, mentally so much it's made a night and day difference to me that's the proof that hey this is where you're supposed to be i mean i know there's people out there argue against it but you know what you're not my skin you're not my shoes so you don't get to say who i am and what i am just like i don't get to define exactly another and i think that that's that way for all of us i think you know yeah i think yeah. there's a a fear of the unknown and that leads to people trying to confine others into a box and that's just not the case if you find yourself in a position where you're afraid of the unknown, then get to know the unknown so it's not so strange to you, and you'll get to understand it, and it won't bother you so much. There's a lot of yeah. homophobia out there uh, that they use God as an excuse, but it's, you know, uh, it's, it's not to But I don't do understand, that. Josie, how, uh, you know, I mean, homophobia, okay, but homophobia, that's uh, that's a, a prejudice against uh, against homosexuals, people who are physically yeah, attracted uh, to the same gender. Yeah, that, that's a, not, you know, I mean, how do, I don't know. I, I, You know, for me, and, and uh, you know, I mean, I just sit there thinking, you know, I mean, even if it's not something that I think is good, even if it's something I think is not, um, that I don't understand it at all, uh, but how do you feel threatened against somebody who's different from you if there's really no, I mean, I feel threatened by people, you know, I mean, if I'm walking down a street in the dark night and there's a crowd of boys me, behind me, I don't care what race they are, I start to feel right. a little threatened because yeah, I, I realize that, that always, they could potentially hurt me. But how on earth is somebody transgendered going to potentially hurt me? I don't I don't get that. Um, I don't think it's a fear of physical harm and stuff. I think it's just... Uh... Uh, fear of the unknown and stuff, and they don't get it, and they don't want to try and process it. So they want to put it, yeah. people box it up, to, and like this is bad, this is good, and and they, you know, people don't like what they don't understand or don't want to understand. But um, yeah. like being told that, you know, straight marriage is, you know, uh, the only kind of marriage and stuff. Uh, uh, there's people out there that I don't know how it concerns them. If my girlfriend and I get married, I don't know what has to do with them, but they seem to be really up in arms about that, and they want to... I don't personally understand it. I think it's just a... I think it's a... Con, uh, at least in the religious community, it's a kind of like a, a bad combo of kind of religious you know, smugness and being told by pastors and reverends that this is what... And they don't bother reading and uh, researching it themselves. Like there's a lot of context and historical context that goes ignored, and and the arguments of the Bible. Like I remember a lady, she had a bumper sticker on her car, and it said, "God said it, and that's that." It's like, well, what did he say? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what context? Like, uh, you know, people talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, but Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, that wasn't about homosexuality that was about you know the back then there was uh laws about being social to your guests and the town was rude to the guests and and that displeased the old testament god and you know that's why it happened it wasn't having you do anything with gay people i think there's a mistranslation from they're translating these religious texts from other languages and things get lost and if you're not reading it in Hebrew or whatever, I've, you know, I've spoken to people and there's like Jewish people who understand Hebrew and like, yeah, a lot gets lost in translation, the feeling and stuff like that. And it just, uh, context and history. Um, uh, I th think a lot of the homosexual verses in the New Testament have more to do with lust than actual being gay. Um, and they have to do with prostit male prostitution and stuff like that. Whereas people are not applying it as just uh, being, you know, gay, and that's not the case. Um, it's uh, it's just a lot of, I don't know, it's just people aren't willing to do legwork to figure this stuff out, and they can't seem to grasp the concept of live and let live. People are different. The planet we live on is billions of people on it, and they're all everybody's different, and that's what's awesome. We all have different experiences. Yeah. You can't peg one group or, you know, into any one box. I mean, 
it's all different. There's good, there's bad, um, there's rain, there's sunshine. It's just that uh, it's just that it's what makes everything great is the differences. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't want to live on a planet of carbon copies of stamps of you know just one individual over and over and over. That would be a nightmare. Um, but you know, you get to walk yeah, places exactly. and experience different cultures and different people and of every walk of life and that's what's beautiful and I think people for some reason they let, they get fearful of that and I don't understand it. Um, it we have a, a caller that I want to take real quick, Josie. Okay. Caller, are you there? Hello? No, I guess not. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have a caller here? I'm here. Oh, okay. Hi, welcome. Do you have a question for Josie? Hey, Josie. Hi. Okay, I've got two. Yeah, I've got two. Okay. Um, for some reason, I'm. La- um, Are you yeah. listening to the audio from the show? Because there's a time delay, and that will just confuse you. So turn yes, off I'm, the I'm show. I'm getting two of everything. So how do I do that? I'm calling yeah. from the computer. I've never done this before. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's a computer thing. Just do the best you uh, can. So you're talking to us through your computer? Yes, Or on Josie. a phone next to your computer? No, no she's, talking. she's talking through the computer. Oh. So she's using the mic on her computer. So, oh, so, the more okay. so cool, quickly, do you have a question? Because our time is yet. going so here. Pause and then say something, and I'll say something and pause. Okay, well, you just say, forget what you're hearing in your ears. Just say your question and then stop listen, Stop your question and I'll, I'll, we'll respond, okay? Okay. Josie, uh, have you had the sex change surgery yet? Thank you. Um, Josie, do you want to answer that? Well, I think that's a really kind of a... Um, that's you don't a have to answer of, anything you don't want to answer, Josie. That's one of no, those... Questions that kind of ventures into kind of inappropriate territory. Um, well, I, I'm okay, not trying to be rude. I am just curious. I I I, I get that. Uh, um, yeah. I am. Well, uh, um, why don't we answer that in general, Josie? What do a lot of uh, the? It seems to me that a lot of transgendered people have to deal with a number of steps along the way. And they have to decide at how how many of those steps they're going to take and where they're going to stop taking steps. No, what I'm hearing no, no. is that you have to first of all realize that you're you you know that, that somehow or other there's a difference. Then you have to take a step where you decide whether or not you're going to act on uh, accept that or act on it. Then you have to take a step of are you going to do any kind of medical intervention, either with hormones or whatever. And then you have to decide whether or not you're going to have a surgery and how much of this you're going to do. I mean, it's, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, it sounds like there are a number of steps along the way, and a person who's dealing uh, as a transgender gets to decide how many of those steps and how far they're going to go with that. Am I right in that? Uh, yes, there's just uh, different steps for everybody in the process, and people go, uh, it, it, all people have different journeys and steps in their process. Mine is just, you know, still ongoing. I'll just say that. So, yeah. Well, and from what we've learned from, uh, if if nothing else, we've learned from Caitlyn Jenner that this can take years, you know, years to make all of those steps. I mean, I think about... Bruce Jenner, the athlete, and how in the media and everything he was uh, during that uh, time in his uh, Olympic career, and to for me now in this day, you know, to to look back and realize that, oh my gosh, look at all of that burden that young man carried, knowing yeah, that his, you know that something different about his sexuality. I I learned a lot about life. Uh, most of the skill, life skills I learned out were through music and movies and television. And that was unfortunate because you get a lot of misinformation. And one of those things I learned watching TV was that trans people were to be laughed at and that they were just rub- pe- men in rubber boots and wigs. That's what they portrayed us as, or, or uh, to be laughed at like the Ace Ventura film. So I didn't, I would have transitioned a lot sooner had I known and had I been, you know, someone had shown us like, as human beings, I just I didn't know that this was possible, but I'm so 
happy that it is, and I'm taking those yeah. steps now, I think. Uh, that's the important part. Uh, Josie, well, Josie what's I, the difference? Please don't consider me rude. I, I, I don't think you're rude. I, I, okay. Okay, there was a okay. question Thank I really you, wanted Paula. to ask. I'll... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you have go one ahead. more question? Because we're running out of time, caller. Okay, quickly. Um, do you think that, well, my point being is that there's been a lot that, I'm trying to think of what I say. Okay, um, with the uh, transgender, it seems to be that the majority have had some kind of horrific event happen in their life. Do you think that has anything to do with your decision to be transgendered? Uh, no, I think I've just a simple case of I was born in the wrong body and I always knew it because before I had bad things happening to me, I knew it. So I think that's just the way it is. People like, you know, that TV show, the um, I Am Jazz, the girl on there, she has a great family and she knew from the age of two that she wanted to be a girl and she was wearing her sister's clothes and stuff and that's well, awesome. I, well, I don't watch television, um, oh. so I don't get... I don't get predisposed to things, you know, or have my uh, my perspective of things blurred. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I Caller, know thank from you dealing... so much. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you I, so I much. I'm talking I'm... more, Josie, but I know time is, yeah. is of the essence. Thank okay. you for letting me thank call. Thank you so much thank for you calling for in. The connection, the connection is really bad, Caller, so I'm going to let oh. you go. Oh, I beg your pardon. Um, but I'm th- hanging up now. Thank you so much Bye-bye. for Thanks. calling Thanks. in, and uh, we appreciate your questions. Um, Josie, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, and and what she said was kind of interesting to me, because she said, do these things, um, oh dear, I hope we didn't just drop Josie. Josie, are you there? Hi, we just dropped Josie. Um, Well, you know what, I'm just going to mention a few resources um, for folks who are listening. Josie, give us a call, call in again. Um, because we still have some time. And uh, one of the resources that I learned from Josie is a website called Susan's Place. And it is just susans.org. And it is uh, a site where it has news and um, uh, lots of information about uh, what's in the news and what's happening currently with transgendered issues and all sorts of gender issues, not just the transgender, um, but especially transgender. And uh, they've got information there about uh, Caitlyn Jenner. They've got some information there about um, Air Force elevates discharge authority for transgendered, um, lots of uh, things. They've even got some poetry on there. So I like this website. I'm going to be looking at this a lot to try and just improve my education. And um, the other one, and again, that's Susans.org. There's another one um, that is here in Seattle called uh, GenderJusticeLeague.org. GenderJustice League, and uh, they're doing a lot of things uh, uh, politically, and they're doing a lot of things um, to help people understand uh, gender uh, uh, issues. One of the things that I wanted to ask um, um, Josie, and I'm so sorry our caller, that our lines got dropped off for some reason when I disconnected the other caller, and about three seconds later, somehow or other, Josie dropped off. So um, if you're listening, Josie, and you've you've figured out that you're not there, sometimes when something like that happens and, and you're on the air, all of a sudden it just audio stops and or you can still um you know hear the show or whatever you don't realize that you've been dropped from the callers so maybe Josie doesn't even realize that she's been dropped but in any event um we've had her for all this time and I just really appreciate how open and honest she's been um it really I think behooves us to learn more about these issues to figure it out and it takes people like Josie who are willing to let those of us who are ignorant ask some questions um, to find out more. Um, I go back to my uh, original statement of I don't know why um, people feel particularly threatened by this. Josie, are you back with us? Yeah, I didn't know what happened. It said, thank you for listening to Block Talk Radio and kicked me off there, and I thought the show was over. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I'm really glad you called back in. I was just saying that, you know, sometimes when you're kicked off the, you know, dropped off the show, you don't even realize it for a while. 
but we do still have five minutes left. I want to thank you. I just have given out the web pages for the Gender Justice League and for Susan's Place as resources for people who would like to learn more about this issue. Um, I want to thank you um, for being so open and honest and willing to listen to some of our questions, and I hope they weren't terribly rude. And uh, no, I really find that just uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, it just it is what it is, and uh, I think there's. Uh, I think that the the surgery question can be a delicate one to navigate. It's probably not a good question to ask people, but you know, you don't. Again, you don't know until you, you know. Uh, there's questions out there, like there's articles about like uh, Huffington Post has good articles on uh, questions, what to ask trans people and what not to ask trans people and stuff. And like that, you can Google it, like what questions, how to what 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 to know about being transgender and what, you know. And there's mm-hmm. you can read articles about the surgeries and and stuff if if you cur- people are curious and stuff, but I think asking is is a little bit kind of on the spot like, "Oh, oh dear." Um Yeah. Yeah, I that, think that's... one of the things that people have confusion about, and I think what might have led to the surgery question, was I think for a lot of us, we think, okay, if you were born a male in a male body, and now you are Caitlyn Jenner, you're a female, does that mean you no longer have a penis? And the, and that's not the case, right? You don't um, have yeah. to have a surgery. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to have that surgery in order to... Be trans or trans woman or uh, woman. Uh, just don't. Yeah. I think we're learning that gender and gender and you know sex are different things, and you know there are people of all walks of life who are all different. You know, there's mm-hmm. women who get yeah. surgery, women who don't get surgery, men who have surgery, and men who don't have surgery. And uh, the surgery for trans men is. Uh, sorely lacking, unfortunately, so a lot of trans men aren't able to or just choose not to get surgery, but that doesn't negate the fact that they're a man. I mean, yep. it doesn't take away that in any way, shape, or form. It just, it is what it is, like, um, sure. you know, and just the, um, there's a, there's all kinds of different surgeries. There's facial feminization surgery, there's gender reassignment surgery, there's, uh, Top surgery. There's breast removal surgery, breast enhancement surgery. Um, there's just uh, um, people, you know, they get their stomach fat put out. They get tummy tucks. Uh, it's just it's ongoing. I think well, everybody hardest, gets tummy tucks. The hardest part about being <laughs> I trans. I want a tummy tuck. The, the hardest part. The hardest part about being trans, I think, is the hoops we have to jump through. Uh, you know, we have to get counseling for two a uh, year to two years. And we have to have two therapists, and we have to have a doctor, and we have to get letters from them. And we have to do all these steps, whereas someone who just wants to look like a Barbie doll or a Ken doll or or whoever, you know, they don't have to do that. People just want, you know, plastic surgery, take it as far as they want, and they they can do that. If they have the money, yeah, they can do it, yeah. We have Um, to jump One of the things... Josie, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm just seeing time flying really fast here. I wanted to point out one thing, and that is when you were talking about uh, growing up and seeing movies and things and, you know, uh, um, and and getting the idea that transgender was a joke, um, the fact is that we have always joked about Um, cross-dressing. I mean, that's a staple of British humor. But cross-dressing is not... That, I'm yeah, not a that, dresser. I'm a woman. Yeah. I'm, I'm so a, I mean, but but that I mean, I'm wondering if that's kind of a source of some of the humor that people you know make a, 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 about uh, transgender. You know, it's kind of a smack back onto the old cross-dressing humor. Uh, like yeah. I said, the British British humor is noted for the cross-dressing. You know, uh, that's all something else entirely guys. different. I think that there are men. Oh, and people out there, women out there. I, I, think, I, um, I haven't heard about women cross-dressers, but um, but men cross-dressing. Well, women cross-dressing like, is just called a different style. 
Yeah, women don't cross-dress. Women are, are, are able to wear men's clothes, and nobody thinks too much of it, you know. We've got 30 seconds left, Josie. We have 30 seconds left, and I always end the show with a, with a quote, and this is my quote. Gender is like a Rubik's Cube with 100 squares per side, and every time you twist it to take a look at another angle, you make it that much harder a puzzle to solve. And that's from Sam Kellerman, uh, the Social Justice Advocates Handbook author of Justice. Josie, thank you so much. I have learned a lot, and I so appreciate your candor and your openness and your 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 uh, good good humor with us. So thank you for being with us. Join us next week on okay. Three Women, Three Ways. Thank you.